We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen. We're talking game week 37 in the Premier League. We're going to give a few bets, and then we got a team parlay. Chris, you're back from your travels. You're back. Uh, I haven't asked you, how was Thailand? Uh, you were in Thailand. Uh, how was that adventure for you? I've never been I, I've never been in Thailand. I've been to China. I haven't been to Thailand, though. It was good. Uh, it's, you know, pretty far there. This, this, this old Earth globe thing. <laughs> pretty far across the globe so uh, a lot of travel it was uh you know it was kind of an in and out for uh for a work event and uh it was you know quick a lot of work a lot of uh out of there and then back and yeah, it was good but uh 90 degrees and uh and humid it is wow. a hot place to be so yeah okay um i was you know i'm used to like low humidity and about 60 degrees out here um in the Pacific Northwest. And so that was a nice change of pace, but, uh, you know, good, good, good to get back and, and get into. And, and when I left, it was like, it felt like middle of spring temperatures. And now when I came back, it was, you know, out here, it's been like 80 degrees and, and just sunny and, and basically summer weather. So I feel like we skipped the tail part of spring and went directly to summer. And I don't think there's any of us that are, are even mad at that one bit. Yeah, I heard uh, the West Coast there is getting uh, some warmer temperatures than usual. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, most most importantly, how did the Kits and Wagers do while I was gone? Kits and Wagers, uh, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, that's all I'll say about it. Uh, my record <laughs> is is slowly is slowly dropping here. I'm I'm sixty one and thirty five. It's still up there, but. Uh, it's not as good as it was. Uh, the hope is that I, I end this cold streak before we get to game week 38. Hopefully I can end it here uh, this weekend. Hopefully I can, you know, shake that off. I think I'm one in five in the last uh, last six match bets. Had some struggles uh, in the team parlay as well. Chris is 45, 43 and two. So he's still up there. Uh, but we got an Aston Villa game. I'm still eight and one on Aston Villa yeah. matches. We talked. I had Aston Villa money line last week. I don't know if you saw that. I don't think you were back in the states yet. But Aston Villa was home against Tottenham, and Tottenham got just as kind of a stupid late. You know, Harry Kane drew, drew a PK late, got a PK. Aston Villa were up two 0 Harry Kane got the PK, and then like the final 
thing, final happening of the match, uh, Son got in on a breakaway and, and scored. It was 2-2, but he was he was offside. So very close to me going 0-6 on the uh, last two shows. But Aston Villa money line hit for me. Um, we're talking about we're I think we're going to be talking about a lot of the same teams as last week, just because we're talking about games that matter. We don't want to talk about you know two teams who have nothing to play for because at that point, I mean, it's kind of like well. What are we expecting from these teams? We've already heard from a couple managers. They they want to rotate a little bit. We are talking about West Ham. They do play later today. We are talking about Newcastle. They also play later today. So uh, there's just some wrenches into a couple of our bets here. But Chris, are you are you ready for this? We uh, it's it's getting to closer to seven a.m. for you, but it's coffees and wagers uh, this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready here, and we are uh, yeah happy to be talking about a couple teams that. I mean, you have a strong record with pretty much every team, but, uh, um, you know, luckily we're talking a couple of teams that I've done okay with. And, uh, you know, hopefully that is, that continues here. The eight one Aston Villa. Let's see if you can keep that rolling. I think we've got, you know, some, a Leeds United bet. We're both five and four there. We've got a Liverpool bet and a Newcastle bet. We were cumulatively 12 and eight there. So uh, a couple of teams where we're, we're pretty strong at, but, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. You, are, of course, are, you know, mountains past anyone else in, in terms of betting record here uh, this season. And I'm just battling it out for 500. So, you know, I got I got I can't there's no quitting for me here at this time of the year. I'm, I'm up two from a 500 record. I'd love to extend that a little bit higher. And uh, I think we got to just get into it now. We got a big two weeks. I, I did want to read off some future bets here. Uh, we do have Newcastle hosting Brighton later today. So if you're listening to this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, uh, these odds will be different. Uh, but I did want to just read off some odds Thursday, early Thursday morning. So top four finish, we got Manchester United minus 550, Newcastle minus 360, Liverpool are plus 115. I think when we started talking about that, Liverpool were, I think, plus 400, something like that. Correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. About a month ago, so they're slowly creeping up as they have won seven straight now in league play. Top six finish, uh, so that involves Brighton, Tottenham, and Aston Villa. Brighton are minus seven hundred. They're they currently have I think they're one point ahead and two games in hand, so that's why they're minus seven hundred. But you got Tottenham plus seven hundred, and then Aston Villa plus eighteen hundred. But you know, if you do want to take a flyer. On Aston Villa, I don't think it's the worst thing at plus 1,800. If you think that they can get points, maybe one point even against against Liverpool here. Um, I mean, maybe Brighton lose at Newcastle, Tottenham or Tottenham. You don't know what's going to happen with them. So uh, just something to take a flyer on at plus 1,800 as I'm, as I'm looking at it right now. But let's get in this first game involving Aston Villa. Got it. We got all the odds up here if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter. At Rotowire, check out the betting pages. But Liverpool are a pretty decent favorite in this game. So minus 205 for Liverpool to win. They're at home. Aston Villa are plus 500. The odds have gone down a little bit here. Draw is plus 400. Over two and a half goals is minus 190. Over three and a half goals is plus 130. Under two and a half goals, plus 150. Liverpool... Playing a little more conservative lately. Uh, they're getting wins, and 
Aston Villa, I mean, you can look at their last few away matches, kind of struggling to score. Um, at home, I, they, they've been playing really well. I mean, these might be two of the most informed teams in the league, maybe if you want to throw out Manchester City. Manchester City. And uh, whoever else, probably Liverpool, Aston Villa, playing as well as about anyone here. So this is your squad. Minus 205. It kind of feels like a lot, but I'll, I'll kind of get into my reasonings in a bit. But uh, what do you think about this minus 205? I feel like maybe minus 150 is a better number, but uh, is there just a lot of Liverpool love going around? Is that what's going on? Well, yeah, no, I, I actually had the same exact thought when I looked at the lines last night. I was like, wow, 200? Is that is that the case? Um and so I was, I, was, I was expecting it to be like more, yeah, like maybe minus 175, minus 150 is what I was thinking it would be. Um, so this does feel a little bit higher, but I mean, you look at Liverpool, they've won seven straight, I believe, unbeaten in nine. Um, they are, I think, the probably one of the biggest things here that they're, we should take into account here is their home form. Um, they played 18 matches, they've won. 13 matches drawn four and lost the one. I forget who their one loss was to, but uh, they, you know, basically been taking care of business at home, struggled. Eight of their nine losses have come away. Um, and just the, the fact that they're in, in good form is probably why we're seeing this at, at such a high number. I do think that there's a, a few different ways to go on this game. Uh, it's not like, you know, they did just beat Leicester, uh, a very lowly Leicester City 3-0 uh, at, at away. Um, but prior to that, you know, it was 1-0 against Brentford, 1-0 against Fulham. Of course, that uh, absolutely psycho game against Tottenham where it was 4-3. Um, but they, it's been a conservative approach. They, they've they like uh, – I just don't think that we're going to see, you know, I just given the way the two teams play, I think it's, it's going to be pretty low scoring. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm heading over. I'm going to take under two and a half at plus 150. You're actually getting really good odds there. I feel like sometimes, I mean, I'm, they're taking into account the fact that the odds makers are always thinking they're, they're never really giving you any favors on an over two and a half for, for a Liverpool game. I feel like you always got to go up to over three and a half to get any plus odds. But reasoning here is that um, you know, Villa away from home, they, Unai Emery basically sets them up in a very conservative approach. And it's like they've a lot in their last three, three away matches, they've scored one goal and their last seven away matches. uh, Six of those matches have ended up under two and a half goals between the two teams. So when they're playing away, it's conservative. They're, they're keeping it pretty packed in. They're not, neither team are scoring a lot of goals. And I think, you know, we're probably going to see a similar approach if, if Liverpool, I mean, if there's an early goal, then I, I could see that I would be a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit worried. You know, if it was like one nil to Villa or one nil to to Liverpool, right out like in the first thirty minutes, then I don't think this is going to hit because the the approaches are going to have to change. But if we're like to halftime, it's still nil nil. You got to feel pretty good about this, pretty good about this bet. So, yeah, I just think the fact that Villa playing uh, playing very conservatively. I actually think it would be interesting to look at, uh, you know, a two-nil Liverpool win in this in this uh, case. You get, you're getting minus one and a half uh, for Liverpool at plus one twenty-five. You can get two to three goals at plus one twenty, and then if you really want to get kind of crazy, you can do an exact two-nil bet at plus six hundred, which would be kind of kind of a fun one to hit this late in the season. Yeah, I kind of agree with most of that. Kind of surprising that the 
you're getting plus 150 on under two and a half goals. I think, yeah. I mean, I guess just the odds makers are, you know, they look at these two teams, I guess they're having some success. Some of these Liverpool matches have been higher scoring, but they haven't allowed a goal in their last three. Um, as for Aston Villa, I mean, you mentioned away from home, they, they haven't allowed more than one goal in nine of their last 10 mat- away matches. Uh, the one time they did was 3-1 at Manchester City. Um, yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's an early goal and, and all bets are off, something wild happens. But just with how these teams are playing, like this Liverpool with TAA playing in a central role, it is a little more defensive. It is a little more conservative. I was just reading an interview with uh, Andrew Robertson on the site about how he he's in less of an attacking role. He has to pick his spots of when he's going to be up further up the pitch on, on the left wing there and sending in crosses. He, he mentioned how they're just more conservative than they were in the past. And, and I mean, they've won seven straight because of it, but I think the big thing that I want to take away uh, is just Liverpool's schedule. I mean, how much, how much, I mean, I know seven wins, seven wins in a row is awesome, but I mean, you read some of these results out. Leicester and then home against Brentford, home against Fulham, the wild Tottenham match. I mean, all these opponents here, Nottingham Forest leads, you know, winning yeah. at West Ham. Okay. Before that, it was the comeback against Arsenal uh, and Arsenal were, I mean, I mean, they're still kind of not how they were earlier in the season. So, I mean, you have these results against all these teams. I don't know how many of those teams are performing like top 10 teams. Um, at the, towards the end of the season, I mean, yeah, no, nah, I mean, none of those teams are really in form, right? So, I mean, maybe I, I guess I don't want to say Tottenham here, but they're still competing for that final Ar- sixth spot. But arguably, West Ham. I mean, they're not arguably where, where they're where they're at in the table, but yeah, they're pretty low. But like, I mean, they're they, all their chips are in your are. Europa yeah. Conference League, I guess. Yeah, we'll, but we'll you know, talk about you know, West Ham in a few minutes, actually. Yeah. But but no, you're right. I mean, strike the schedule really low for Liverpool over the you know these games that they've been winning, and Villa definitely pose a challenge that they probably haven't seen since Arsenal. Um, maybe I'm not. No, I'm not going to say Todd. I'm the, I think I threw enough shade on on there on them <laughs> at that time. So, but um, yeah, no, you're right. Strength of schedule has been really weak, and and uh, I mean. It helps when you're. It help. We we know this when you're in the Premier League and you're playing at home. You gotta like that. So yeah, yeah. As I was gonna say, maybe maybe some of that just doesn't matter. Maybe they're just winning. Uh, Aston Villa already defensive away from home. Maybe like you said, one nil, two nil kind of a thing. Aston Villa struggling to score away from home, and even even at home they aren't getting great opportunities. So uh, I guess I gotta get into my bet here. I'm taking Aston yeah. Villa over three and a half corners. Um, I did. I did look at Asheville double chance, which is plus one sixty. But I I put on the corners page. This one just stood out to me. Uh, Asheville three and a half corners, over three and a half corners. That's minus one ten. That's not a lot. That doesn't seem like a lot. And when you're when you think that maybe Liverpool get the first goal or whatever, and you, you're going to get Asheville going a little bit pushing, maybe pushing in the second half, kind of a thing. I mean, I looked at all these recent Liverpool opponents. Not a lot of them have had a ton of corners just because, again, I think level of competition has to come into play. But four corners isn't a lot for a team like Aston Villa, who I think is going to be pretty competitive in this match. I think the midfields midfields are pretty even between these teams uh, when you when you compare them one-to-one here. But 
so yeah, Aston Villa over three and a half corners, minus one and a ten. One minus one ten, small number, so I grabbed it. And then Chris under two and a half goals, plus one ten. Might be, might be. Uh, is this a ten a.m. match? I might. Um, if I yeah, have some time, I might throw together a single game parlay and include these two in it because I might be on the same same line of thinking here. Maybe I'll throw in like a. I don't know how much value you'd get with Liverpool double chance, but something like that. A, yeah, you could get a you know the two to three goal bands with sitting around plus one hundred five, plus one hundred, or even on. So uh, yeah, there's there's a few different interesting ones out there. Yeah. All right. As I said, the next game we're talking about, we got West Ham. They are home against Leeds. West Ham are plus one forty to win. Leads are plus 185. Uh, these odds have actually kind of moved a little bit. West Ham were minus 105 11 days ago. Uh, Leads were plus 265 11 days ago. So relevant here. Draw is plus 260. And I think a lot of this, I mean, we're talking about this Thursday morning. And last week, West Ham rotated a bunch. Uh, in their lineup, which changed the odds a little bit. And I think that's kind of what where these odds are coming from here. But over two and a half goals is minus 130, under two and a half goals, plus 105. So West Ham, they play at uh, AZ Alkmaar uh, today. And I think they're already up 2-1 on their, on their semifinal leg here yep. in that matchup. And I think just going into this one, we saw them rotate last week and this will be their final home match of the season. So that's the one thing that I, I kind of am coming back to a little bit between these teams. Cause it's the final home match. Maybe they're going to put in, maybe they're not going to rotate their entire team again, but from a mindset perspective, what do you think is going to be? So West Ham are either going to advance. They're going to be, they're going to be excited, you know, happy that they're going to be in the final of Europa conference league or they're going to lose and they're going to be disappointed. Um, so how much do you think that mindset is going to come into this match here against Leeds who need points in this match, need a win probably more than anything? Yeah. I mean, I lo- West Ham's actually been playing much better than one. I mean, I feel like around the turn of the year, we saw them like battling in a relegation battle. They're now pretty close to out of that. They're sitting 15th, but, they're in a pretty comfortable position, I believe. They're on, uh, they are on thirty-seven points. So well, they're, they're comfortable a... because Leeds and Leicester have been terrible, right? Exactly. But six-point advantage out of the drop zone here. Um, yeah. This could pretty much all, you know, a, a win here secures their spot. I don't think they're they're too worried about it. I think was it, I don't know if it's thirty-seven points or thirty-eight points, but I was I think I heard it was like last twelve years. That's good enough to get you out of the relegation. Um, zone so I think they're they feel pretty comfortable there but I, one thing I was looking at is you know these big Thursday games they they basically played what is it, it's been about two months now of uh, um, knockout round games in the Europa Conference League as you mentioned they have AZ Alkmaar uh, later today uh, but you know a lot of the times on a short week we're kind of like ah you know this team might struggle because they do have to travel to the Netherlands and then and then um and then you said they're they're home, so back to back to London. But I wanted to see, you know, have they got have they gone out and dropped points, you know, each week that they've had a a, a Thursday Sunday match. But they've actually done okay, you know, despite playing on Thursdays, they've pretty they've responded pretty well. Um, 
they drew on a Thursday, I think it was Thursday to Sunday turnaround, they drew Arsenal 2-2, which is a really good result considering where Arsenal's at on the table. Uh, another match, they were away at Bournemouth. They actually won away 4-0. And then another game that they were at home, it was Southampton 1-0, and then they drew Aston Villa 1-1. So they did kind of, I believe their most recent match, they uh, struggled. But, you know, you look back at the previous four matches, they were able to get points. Um, so I, I, I think, you know, this is obviously if they come back, come back with, you know, they're in the final, I think they got to be feeling pretty confident. Um, you might see a bit of rotation, but I, I do think that, they, you know, if they come back with a win, they should still be able to put up a, a decent um, out in here against Leeds. And I'm not going to really, I'm not, I, although West Ham money line plus 135 is, is kind of appealing um, given that they're home, given that they've played a little bit better, but I think I'm just going to go over two and a half goals. It was minus one thirty. Um, I don't know if I'm still getting those odds or not, but I, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty safe bet um, if you can find that at minus one thirty. Leeds, of course, absolutely struggling to uh, to keep teams out of the out of their net. They drew Newcastle two two last week at home, which was a good result. Prior to that, they lost two one to Manchester City, four one away at Bournemouth. Um, they did have a one one against Leicester City prior to that, but uh, a two, one against Fulham. So they get, it's been over two and a half goals in four of their past five matches. West Ham, you know, maybe not the most attack minded team, but I, I think they can hit leads on the counter and leads are going to have to go out and, and get points here. So it's not like they're going to be sitting back and trying to, trying to hold West Ham to like a nil, nil or a, a, you know, a one, one or something like that. So um, yeah, I'm going over two and a half goals at minus one thirty. I think, Leeds need need points. They're going to come out of their shell a bit, and uh, yeah, I I think I, I feel confident in that one. But um, yeah. Otherwise, if you if you really thought if you wanted to double down, you could go to three to four goal band at plus one forty five, which is I love the I love the goal band bets. So. Yeah, it's a uh, this is a hard one. I I didn't know what I wanted to do with this one. We we have the possible West Ham rotation. Um, as you can see, we have or we have Declan Rice projected to start. He did not start in last weekend's match. He's kind of you know he's considered their best player, central midfielder. Kind of does all that in the midfield. There will be rotation. We'll see how much uh, West Ham do rotate. But you combine that with Leeds, who their two matches under Big Sam, Sam Allardyce, Manchester City and Newcastle. So. You got Manchester City and Newcastle. Both teams like to have possession, have, you know, 60% plus possession. West Ham, one of the teams, I think, bottom three in terms of possession in the league. So this is a completely different matchup for for this Leeds version under Big Sam. Uh, so that I all that to say is that this is an extremely difficult matchup to bet before knowing what the lineups look like. Um, yeah. Leeds, Leeds went to, I think a four, three, three last match. Will they do that again? Who knows? Uh, I mean, they're, they're using, I think Forshaw, McKenney and Robin cock, I believe in the midfield, uh, apparently Mark Roca, not a, not a favorite of big Sam. So you have all those questions. And again, it, it kind of the same thing as, as uh, the Liverpool Aston Villa match. I went to the corners page and saw some numbers and it's like, why is West Ham? I think they're like minus one sixty or minus one seventy or something to have to you know get the first three corners. It's like okay, plus one thirty. I don't. It's not like West Ham like to dominate possession and you know coming off that Thursday match, maybe they rotate a bit. Plus one thirty, race to three corners for Leeds. 
I just think it's a good number here. As, as you said, leads, they need points. Maybe, maybe big Sam's going to play the, you know, just defensive and kind of sit back and then kind of, you know, get the goal on the counter and win one nil, something like that. But I don't know if this Leeds team can do that. This Leeds team uh, is, isn't really built defensively to, uh, to win a game one nil like this. So I just think the odds are good here. Uh, so Chris has over two and a half goals, minus one thirty. I got race leads race to three corners is plus one thirty. If you want to go race to five corners, I looked at race to five corners, but uh, I'm not sure leads are going to get five corners. So I guess that's the problem there. But that one's plus two hundred. So so I do. I'll, I'll say like a one one two two kind of result. I, think that's kind of what we're getting here because Leeds did show life uh against Newcastle and against a different kind of team I wonder I wonder how they look I guess that's the main question here so yeah playing styles aren't too dissimilar I mean Newcastle a little bit better at how they play than than West Ham but uh you know still like pretty uh defensive setup and I mean yeah Interesting. I think the Leeds race three corners could could play but yeah I was I was looking back at the at uh they played was it last week, um, the eleventh. Yes, it, West Ham won that easy. Alkmaar two uh, one. They played a full strength lineup with you know all all the guys they usually play. Turned around and three days later against Brentford, they played like a completely different lineup. So yeah, I think it was I think it was a fresh eleven. So we'll see some rotation here. So if you're if that brings you any cause for concern on a West Ham money line bet, that you know good may need to keep that in mind. Yeah, I think that's definitely the odds are going to change as soon as the lineup comes out. I think that's kind of what uh, it comes down to. But as I said, this is their final home match. So I don't think they're going to just completely rotate their side because because this is, you know, this is a game for the fans here. So uh, that'll be we had to pick this game. We had, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they, they know that we need to, to hit our bets here. So maybe they play, you know, a more yeah. strength team. Yeah. Like, all right, Adam and Chris are, are trying to make some money here. Let's let's make sure that we get our full strength lineup out there. Something like that. Next game we got, we got Monday Night Football here. Newcastle, Leicester City. Leicester City, I don't know, three straight Mondays I think they're playing here. Uh, Leicester City, just the Monday night team, just battling relegation. I don't know why yeah. they got that. Uh, just just lined up in the schedule that Leicester City are the uh, – Monday night team of the Premier League. I guess it's a kind of a goodbye here, given how they played. But we got Newcastle minus two sixty to win again. Newcastle play today against Brighton. I don't see any situation in which the odds will change after that match. So uh, we got minus two sixty for Newcastle, plus five fifty for Leicester City. Draw is plus four fifty. Over two and a half goals is minus one ninety. Over three and a half goals plus one thirty. Under two and a half goals is plus one forty-five. So it's not, it's a, not ton a ton to say, to say here, here about and about Leicester, about Newcastle. Uh, again, these odds haven't really changed in the past couple weeks or so. Leicester City fighting for their lives, but what does that mean? Allowed a goal against Liverpool and then kind of gave up a little bit there. So. Is there life here? Does Leicester City have any life, or is it just kind of like a goodbye at this point? Uh, yeah, I think it's a goodbye. We we saw little to no response from them last week, um, so I, I would say that yeah. I mean, they they gave up two quick goals 
on Monday night. <clears throat> and then it was basically like they had a couple opportunities. I think Jamie Vardy got in to start the match, but there was not really anything after that that like you're like, oh, yeah, good, great team spirit, you know, really battled back, really, you know, pushed the threshold of, of what they could do from an, an attack. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is like dead man walking. They got one foot in the championship right now. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a Newcastle team who, Still, they got. I mean, they got a tough week too. They're Brighton on Thursday. I think it's, it's at Brighton, I believe, today. Um, and then they got a home. Then, Newcastle oh, at home oh, against Brighton. Back to back matches home, but either way, I mean, Brighton Thursday, Newcastle, uh, Leicester on on Monday here. So not the easiest of weeks, and but here they are. They're in a they're in the in the driver's seat for a Champions League spot, and they get uh, you know I think even if they get a draw out of Thursday and a win here, they're they're pretty much just need to get points again on on uh, uh, the the following weekend. But yeah, very good spot, and honestly, I think we saw a lifeless Leicester City team on Monday. We've seen a lifeless Leicester City team for much of the season. I'm pretty feel pretty confident in this one, but I'm going Newcastle minus one and a half at plus one Oh five. They did just drop points to a Leeds United team who are in a similar situation to, to uh, Leicester city. But I think the fact that they're Newcastle's at home, um, they just, they, they, they can pretty much nearly seal up chance champions league with three points here. And I think they're going to go for it. And, and uh, I could see them winning like two nil three, one Leicester pretty likely to give up a few goals here so that's where i'm at for this one and i mean leicester city have given up 67 goals and away they've given up 41 so almost two-thirds of those have, have come away so wouldn't be surprised to see see this uh be like a 2-0 3-0 type of game yeah, Newcastle. This is their final home match. I keep saying that, but final home match. It's got to mean something. Uh, this is the you know the goodbye to the fans for the season, and they need points. I think. I think our going into this, it was like, okay, how are we going to bet Newcastle in this spot? Uh, yeah. That's kind of our. I mean, I think that's kind of how everyone is looking in this match. I think the odds are only going to go up because people are just going to keep betting Newcastle. No one wants to bet Leicester City. Maybe is, does that mean to bet Leicester City? Probably not, but uh, but maybe. I think uh, I think the overall corners was Newcastle minus three and a half corners. I, I considered that, but I mean you have a situation where Newcastle get a few goals early, and then there's just no corners uh, because they don't need to push anymore. So so I'm looking kind of the same style as Chris's. I just got Newcastle money line with over two and a half goals is minus 115. I think Newcastle could be set for over that's over two and a half total goals here, not just Newcastle goals. But I, I do think Newcastle can get three goals by themselves. Uh last time Leicester City away from home, they gave up five goals to Fulham. And I mean how are they going to play in this one? Who knows how they're going to play? Um, they, they went with a, a 4-3-3 last match uh, against Liverpool. Maybe it worked. They, they showed life for, I don't know, the first 20 minutes or so and then allowed that goal. Curse uh, Jones got in behind the back line, got a perfect pass from might have been TAA, something like that, got the goal, and then Leicester City just fell apart. And that was at home. So, I mean, you you have Newcastle. They're going to get chances. Uh <laughs> Are they going to score? I guess is what it comes down to. Can can Leicester City keep out Newcastle for forty five minutes? I don't think so. So 
uh, at this point, it's just trying to find bets uh, on Newcastle. So Chris's yeah. is, is Newcastle minus one and a half plus one Oh five. I got Newcastle money line with over two and a half goals at minus one fifteen. So what do you think over two and a half goals? You think that's going to hit here? Uh, maybe I, I'm absolutely appalled that you're this, this is in a corners bet for you, um, but maybe there wasn't any, uh, any, uh, value. I'm sure. I mean, you as didn't. I said, it was the, it was like the minus three and a half or something like yeah. that. It, it, you're just in play for Newcastle to get two goals in the first 10 minutes and then they get two corners for the entire game. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, there goes that bet. So it was bridge too far. In other words, you're, you, I, I was, I was like, oh, Newcastle, you know, up there. I don't know if they're still leading the league in corners, but up there for corners, Adam's going to rip a, you know, a corners bet. But no, I, lo- I, li- I like the fact that you got the money line over two and a half goals. We'll see. I think it's going to be on, on Newcastle to hit that. I don't know that we find Luster scoring against this Newcastle team who's, who's really strong at home. I think they're, they've conceded 13 goals in 17 matches at home. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, we're, if it's going to hit that, that over two and a half, I feel like it's going to be at Newcastle to, to get to like a three nil. I don't know that Newcastle, uh, Lester will find the back of the net. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, if, if that's how you think you might even just do Newcastle money line with Newcastle over two and a half goals, and then you'll get better odds. I don't, I mean, that'll probably be one, one thirty, one forty, something like that. So yeah, it's just another bet to consider. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we got team parlay time. We got the team parlay. Chris, you are still 17 and 13. I'm getting lower here. I'm 16, 15, and 1. The team parlay is up $704 on $100 bet. So the team parlay is still up here. Um, but you, you're talking about this Manchester City match, which is Sunday. Let me find the odds for it here. But Manchester City, man, they uh, they demolished Real Madrid on Wednesday. It was, I think they were minus 165 or something to win that game. And... Real Madrid did not show any life. Uh, just a just a wild game. You, you know, you go into that game. I mean, after it's like, okay, yeah, Manchester City, best team in the world, blah blah blah. But I mean, going into that game, it was like Real Madrid. Maybe they're the second best team. Maybe they're the second best team in the world. If if you look at some of their underlying numbers, uh, Carlo Ancelotti in Champions League, like 
all that stuff last season, what happened. And then it was like, okay, Manchester City, they haven't dropped any points uh, since December 31st at home at the Etihad. Uh, demolished Real Madrid. Um, now, they're, now they're home against Chelsea. Chelsea are, you know, Chelsea are whatever. Uh, who, <laughs> you know, they just had a two, I think they were home against Nottingham Forest last week, 2-2 match there. Just, I mean, just not a ton going on with Chelsea. They have their injury issues and all that, um, but get into your bet here. I mean, it's just uh, you, you. You talk about your process here because you had a different bet, and I kind of, I kind of led you uh, to a different bet here. So, wow, thanks, Adam. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I the best part about the parlay is we can pick any game in in the uh, in the league, and you you really just kind of like go for teams. I'm just like, all right, let this team is. In Fuego, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. So you know, I never I usually like look at like a home favorite, heavy favorite in City, of course. Here, minus four twenty five against Chelsea. Like when those are crazy odds. I I wonder when this match, like if ever, has ever had that heavy of a favorite at home. I feel like usually it's like a minus two hundred if if there's one team and that's City that at home. Um, but yeah, so I initially, what did I look at? I looked at under two and a half um, for the parlay. It's actually plus one fifty, I think, is what I had. Or yeah, last yeah, plus one fifty. Um, I'm actually not going to do this back because Adam talked me out of it, and you know, within good reason. City just put four past or one of the strongest teams in Europe in Real Madrid. Uh, so I I feel that, but I, I'm I'm still. I'm still interested in the under two and a half uh, over the, but I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do my bet and then get into the secondary bet. Um, so I ended up going city. Uh, they've dominated Chelsea in the past here and city have pretty much dominated everyone. You said they haven't dropped a point at, at home since 2022. So um, you can get Manchester city at minus one and a half. They're minus minus one forty five. So if they you expect them to win by at least two goals here, against a pretty lifeless Chelsea team. Uh, to, uh, that's why I'm going to go with the, the minus one and a half uh, at minus 145. Um, but otherwise, I love the under two and a half here. Interesting stat, but over the past five matches, City haven't conceded a single goal to Chelsea. So 450 minutes of, of scoreless uh, minutes from Chelsea while playing Manchester City. Of course, three of those matches have taken uh, – taking part at the Etihad. So a little bit of, of an advantage for Manchester City. But otherwise, uh, you know, this has come across three Premier League games, one League Cup and one FA Cup match. So um, Manchester City have really dominated the heck out of, uh, of Chelsea here. So two different bets you could go with. But uh, the one for our parlay here is the minus one and a half to City. I'm curious to see what they wrote, how the rotation looks. Um, they pretty much have the, the league sealed up, but, uh, you know, they played Wednesday. They're playing on, uh, this is on Sunday. So I'm, I'm interested to see if we get any youngsters in the lineup. Um, I mean, of course the city youngsters are also like, would be some of the better players on, on other average teams, but, uh, won't be surprised to see like Grealish get a rest, you know, maybe Holland, Holland will probably start, but you know, might see a little bit of rotation in other words, but, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at on my bet. I love just go on the parlay. I just go to Manchester City, plug in them to win by minus one and a half, and let's see what happens. 
Yeah, the thing about Manchester City rotation is, I mean, they've been kind of doing it a little bit here with, with Champions League midweek and whatever, but uh, they're, they're going to bring in Riyad Mahrez. They're going to bring in Phil Foden. They're going to yeah. bring, bring in Julian Alvarez. Uh, Imeric I, Laporte probably get to start on the back line. They're bringing in guys who, you know, prior, prior regulars in the team. Uh, so it's not like this is West Ham bringing in Flynn Downs yeah, or, right. or Manuel Lanzini or something yeah. like that. So uh, that, I mean, you could look at it and be like, okay, Manchester City got over the Real Madrid bump. Uh, they're in the Champions League final. They're going to be happy. And it's like, okay, they, they get up one or two goals. And it's like, okay, let's just pass it around for 70 minutes. They, they could do that. Um, but uh, it just it just seems like this Chelsea team who, as you said, toothless, I think was the word. Uh, I think that kind of sums them up correctly. And they just want the season to be over. And at Manchester City, just not a game that you want to go into hoping that the season's over because it could get ugly uh, in the first 45, which I think is I think is going to happen. Um, another bet I threw in threw together would be Manchester City to win uh, in a clean sheet. That's actually only minus 105. I think you said 400, 500 minutes at Chelsea haven't scored against Manchester City. So if you want to do something like that, just on a single game parlay kind of thing, or if the sports book has a bet like that, uh, Manchester City to win, no on both teams to score, minus 105. So uh, not too bad there. But the other side of the team parlay, I got Tottenham. Just a simple bet. No corners here. Just simple bet. Tottenham to beat Brentford minus 115. So you put that with Manchester City minus one and a half at minus 145 plus 215 odds. Uh, we got these odds at DraftKings also. But Tottenham are at home. I, I know we always bash Tottenham. I mean, all right, maybe not always, but we pa- we bash them a lot for, for good reason. But they are they are better at home. They are, as, as most teams are, they are decent at home. Uh, they beat that whoever they beat in their last home match, they kind of dominated Crystal Palace. I know it was Crystal Palace, but I mean, for the most part, if you look at a lot of their home matches, they're, they're at least playing well. I mean, you can, you see that Bournemouth game and that was kind of, I think maybe the last game for Stellini. Uh, That might've been the Southampton one, but either way, Tottenham are at home, Brentford, uh, they got their, they got their home win last week and I assume they're home in the finale. So Ivan Tony's suspension also came down, so they're not going to have Ivan Tony. Uh, I know Brentford are going to; they always play a little more defensive away from home, and they're going to try and match the like the four three four three kind of information. But uh, I bet Brentford at home. I don't bet them away from home here, so I'm going the other side with Tottenham to win. I just think you know they need they need the points, and they're at home, and I think this is a perfect spot where it could be like a one nil two nil win kind of thing for Tottenham. Um, Ben Davies also playing on the left wing over uh, even Perisic. So that adds a little more defense for them. Uh, they have a looked a little better the last couple matches since that, that, uh, changes happened. So just, uh, pretty simple. No, no complications, no minus 0.25 minus minus 0.75 here. Tottenham to beat Brentford. And then you got Manchester city minus one and a half. All right, Chris, uh, uh, do you think Tottenham are going to win? I guess I'll, I'll shoot that question to you. Do you like that Tottenham bet? Uh, I feel way better about it now that Ivan Tony is officially. And I mean, I don't love to see a player suspended, but I feel like no Ivan Tony, and you get it's a bit of a different game here for Tottenham. So yeah, I'm 
I think, uh, you know, would be good, good to get on a little run here on the parlay at the end of the season. Of course, we're still up 700 uh, on hundred dollar bets, but you know, well, the, I, I love when the person, the individual bets, but hit, but I even more. So I love when the, the parlay hits. We're going to get this one. No worries here. We're going to get it. So yeah, you got any other thoughts here? Rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 48 hour trial. I pulled the cheat sheet up on YouTube and on Twitter if you're watching. Uh, but we got a lot of colors here. We got a lot of games. We talked about most of the important ones. Um, Brighton, our home against Southampton. Brighton do need some points, but they're home against Southampton. So that one was not a talking point for us. Uh, does anything else stand out to you, Arsenal, at this point? I mean, I think they're almost out of the title running. Uh, they're at Nottingham Forest. Uh, Manchester United are home against Chelsea. That's next midweek, I believe, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. But anything else stand out to you? I think we kind of talked about all of the matches that mean something. We uh, we do have uh, Wolverhampton host Everton, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess that one. But anything else uh, stand out to you for these matches? Yeah, two things. Uh, we are, I mean, we, we're going to see some major changing of the guard here. I feel like we're going to, could see a couple, I mean, Southampton already relegated. They've had a good long run in the champion or in the, in the Premier League. And then, uh, you know, of course we're, we could see, you know, Newcastle lock up a spot in the Champions League this, this week. We could see possibly Brighton, you know, make their way up into another European place for the first time in a, in a long time, which would be really cool. Um, but biggest of all, we've got a huge Thursday. Um, we've got Newcastle, Brighton. We've in the Premier League. We've got two uh, Europa League matches: Sevilla and Juventus, and then Leverkusen and Roma. And then over in the Euro- Europa Conference League, of course, we talked West Ham have AZ Alkmaar, and then Fiorentina uh, FC Basel uh, also play today. So that's five huge matches. So I'm definitely going to have that on in the background today but and then a special shout out to Syria man like they had two Champions League semifinal teams uh they have like I mentioned Juventus and Roma in the Europa League semifinals and then and then Fiorentina is uh also in the uh in the semifinal for Europa Conference League and then that's that's all to say even without their league winner Napoli yeah who, who, who really say, yeah. went on the quarterfinals so like that's they're having a bit of a, a moment and that's cool to see. I feel like it was like La Liga for a couple couple of years there where they were just like dominating, um, you know, whether it was Europa League and then Real Madrid or Barca in uh, in the Champions League. But, I mean, one league is really having an impressive year this year with in terms of teams uh, in the knockout rounds. So pretty cool to see. Yeah, shout out to the Italians. Shout out to uh, shout out to our guy Enrico. How about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, you can find Chris at CHRO8 on Twitter. I am at Roto Zedroy. You can find Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer. That's it. Game week 37. Game week 38. Chris, you got us. We got to start preparing like right now. We're yep. going to do 10 bets each next week. I still have to decide. I still have to decide if I'm going to do 10 corner bets or not. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, man. Uh, talk about pressure. <laughs> Because uh, when I if I start when I start looking at those and then like nothing stands out, it's like, well, it's gonna go through and and do it or or take another route. But there's gonna be, I'm sure, there's a lot of matches that aren't gonna mean a ton uh, because I mean, as we just said, you know, Manchester City kind of first place is all but secure at this point. 
and then the the minus 700 odds and whatever for top four top six so uh we'll see what happens i mean going into next week there there also may not delegation talk if lester and Leeds both both lose their matches as well yeah. so We'll, we'll see what Game Week 38 provides, but either way, we're going to have bets on this show. We're kits and wagers. We're going to have bets. Chris, thanks for joining me. We'll see everyone next week. I think we're going to do beers and wagers. I think yeah, we got to do a nice a nice yeah. uh, season ender with beers and wagers, something like that. So it'll probably, probably be Thursday, late Thursday, something like that, uh, to get our bets in. All the games are on Sunday, so eh, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll make our bets either way. But Chris, thanks for joining me. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.